Hello, everyone. Well, I'm about to say something you never thought you'd hear from me, Lindsay Ray, who has been recapping this darling reality show for 20 years. Are you ready? The Bachelor made me wiser. I actually gained knowledge while watching on Monday night. Going into the debacle, I would not have been able to point to Estonia on a world map. Now, if one day I'm asked, I can report that it's a hot skip and a jump over from the Baltic Sea from Finland. This is big news, my friend. Huge. Why? Because I also learned that Estonia is the perfect place to fall in love. Where else can you find your future mate while dabbling in witchcraft, hanging out with nude old people in hot tubs, and participating in the age-old wife-carrying competition? Grab your passport, single people. We're going to Eastern Europe. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 290 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin, and I have a confession to make. Would you like to hear it? I can't wait. What is it? (laughs) That I learned something from Monday's episode of The Bachelor. My Um, knowledge grew in my head, and I learned something. Did you learn how to say... Um, you're going home in Estonian? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's been, I mean, this is a sidebar right now. So many people have messaged me about when you mentioned that. Yeah. Because I didn't notice it either. And since you mentioned it, that. That's all I hear now is him going, yeah. Hello. Hello. It's super annoying. <laughs> it's super annoying. Yeah. No, I learned where Estonia is because I could not... <laughs> I could not have picked it out on a world map. I couldn't have. Do you want to share with the folks? I would love to share with the folks. It is just a hop, skip, and a jump over the Baltic Sea from Finland. Oh, I thought it was next door to Slavovia. Um, It's it's (laughs) near there, I believe. It's, you know, lots of Ias. I think um, Latvia is near there and Russia is, it's Eastern Europe. It's yeah, over it's, there. It's, a, it's one of the Baltic states. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I thought Estonia, and then I, I was thinking, where is Estonia? And all, all of everybody watching had different opinions. And I thought, well, let's learn something. Here. <laughs> Do you know this what I was so upset? At, what I was upset about mm-hmm. is that um, uh, Stephen Morty didn't show up. Our, our Viking. That would have been a perfect place. It's Viking country and everything. Yes. Right? been but they didn't instead everyone has on i was going to ask you this too um camel colored overcoats do you think, think that was in the swag bag for well, of course Estonia? it was <laughs> yeah i think and whoever whatever vendor was lucky enough to get that should have mixed it up a little bit but they're definitely about the camel hair and um look i think some of the girls wore it well <laughs> it's just every one of them every one of them yeah. had on a long coat it's like they didn't give them a packing list and they all got there and thought ee, it's yeah. cold and so they had to give them all coats or maybe they did give them a packing list and it said yeah. camel color overcoat yeah i know we're going to talk about this but um 
Have you ever been to the? Uh, have you ever been to a, a wife carrying contest before? Sure, I have. Yes, multiple. Yeah, of course, <laughs> they have that at the Hallsville County Fair, I believe. It's Western <laughs> days. Hello. <laughs> Except it's a calf you carry. It's, it's not yeah, a person. It's a wife to remember. <laughs> okay, true or false? Greer really has COVID. Um, she has COVID exactly like Zach had COVID <laughs> last week. <laughs> and by the way, I think that uh, they need to send Gabby over to Wuhan to just study her immune system. So for real, does yeah. she have does she have COVID? Is my question because it it was like what's his name on the boat last season or the season before remember how he just all of a sudden disappeared and then showed up in paradise that yeah. he got sick and he was gone nobody ever heard from him again but yeah. we see that gab that greer is going to be there next week like i'm back that is confusing to me because yeah. i i guess when you get sick you get a free pass to the next week. And so I'm wondering, did she fake her sickness? She probably did. Well, there's two things that get you bumped to the next week. Well, three three potential things. I'd say two and a half. One is the haunted past story where you yes. just tell the worst possible story about yourself that it's just impossible to send you home because it right. would be equivalent to just standing on your neck while you're drowning, right? <laughs> right. Um, so that's number one. Number two is you you have some sort of apparently some sort of mysterious illness and this time it's COVID allegedly yeah, yeah. Um, or, or the third thing is you take one to the face at a date. <laughs> what do you, you know, mean? Like football date, you get hurt or remember that guy that poor James got a concussion in right. the Muay Thai date and yes. yeah, that that gets you through the next week. I mean, it, it, for some of these folks. Greer in particular, it might be worth taking one to the face. <laughs> to get to the next round. I mean, you got to play all your cards and uh, that's certainly an option. But, uh, you know, I was happy for Charity. She got her date. Are we going to uh, discuss Yes, that? she did get her date. She last week was, she didn't get her date because of Zach's fake COVID, but he wanted to make it up to her. And so she gets the date card. Everybody's super excited. Everybody gathers around Charity whenever it's time for her to go on her date. And in comes Zach. Yeah. Uh-oh. Guess what happens? What, Kat what, decides yeah. to steal him away. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like what? about Charity? Charity never asks for anything in return. She doesn't. She doesn't ask for anything in return. Yeah. She's not joke. even she's not even mad whenever Kat steals him away. Which yeah. how dare you? How dare you this is charity's time and cat's going off and stealing him away and you know what he comes back with lip gloss on his yeah. lips yep. what yeah is i wasn't happening? sure i was i mean that a reasonable assumption could have also been that he, that was just part of his you know garb for the date he was just trying to look nice for charity <laughs> That's what I would have gone with. No. Um, it, yeah, that was, uh, what's your opinion on that? I mean, I wanted to ask your opinion on that. Yeah, because it's a little uncool. I, 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 have, I have thoughts and feelings. No. I have thoughts and feelings about it because yeah. at first I don't really, here's what, here's what I will say. I think to be true. I do not think Kat is being vindictive about this. I don't think she thought, how can I stir things up? And even right. though she did take the party line of, hey, I got to take my moments where I can get my moments. Right. I mean, look, it, th there's strategy and then there's um, not strategy. I think 
you're right. There was no malice. I don't think she, she plotted to go make out with him, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, a little uncool. The time, I think the timing's a little bad for that sort of thing. Yeah. And you know, it's just as much Zach's fault. Right. He could but, easily say, no, thank you. I'm here for charity. Yeah. I will speak to you at the cocktail party. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. I only make out with seven people at once <laughs> after dark. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's very, it's, I had, I think Brooklyn to me is the one who looked the worst. In Dude, this she whole needs to go scenario. be like a, a headmaster at some girl's school or something. <laughs> I mean, she, we loved her to begin with, or at least I did. And she is just, I mean, <laughs> I'd hate to be a cat. I'd hate to be a freaking calf at the end of her rope. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Give her a ruler. <laughs> yeah. Let her do yeah. some damage. You join a convent <laughs> and go and yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so true because I think everybody would have kind of thought under their breath or rolled their eyes like, "Oh, that was kind of tacky," and not thought anything of it. But it's Brooklyn who starts poking the bear when cat comes back saying that was super tacky and i can't believe you did that and this is charity's time and we are and and cat truly looks like even though even if somebody did tell her hey you should totally pull him away when he comes in for charity's date get your time because her whole thing was we all lost time in that week that he had fake covid and so I'm just trying to make the moment happen. Right. I'm just trying to, like, yeah. Intellectually, but it makes perfect sense. But, <laughs> it, but Brooklyn yeah. took it to this other level, and you know why? It's because yeah. they need a villain, and it's and it's kind of what happened with Kaylee and the Anastasia girl, where it's all a little bit of lost in translation or manipulating what really happened to make it because. Then Kat starts saying, I feel attacked. I feel attacked by Brooklyn's <laughs> aggressive words. And then Brooklyn's saying, if the shoe fits, lace it up. And, yeah. you know, she's yeah. very, but she's the one, you know, I'm going to be the one. I'm not afraid to tell her what. And so, in my opinion, Brooklyn's out next week. She's of just, the, the, she doesn't match the other ones unless he needs somebody to be a tattletale or to, you know, push on that. But based on who we have left, I think Greer and Brooklyn are going next week. With all of that said, that continues to be a a theme throughout the episode is Brooklyn then comes back and Brooklyn comes back and Kat's crying and Kat gets in her head and blah, blah, blah. I have a bold prediction. Let's hear it. Greer top three. No. Fantasy suite. No. Yeah, I think so. They're going to bond over their fake COVID. He's like, hello, I've got some ivermectin in the suite. (laughs) Some ivermectin and GHB. (laughs) That's awful. I mean, would you like a throat lozenge? Let's take our temperature. Hey, I don't know how COVID works because I feel like it's worked 90,000 different ways in the last three and a half years. Yeah. So if he just had COVID, couldn't he go check on her? 
Yeah, I mean, you'd think he was immune yeah. or something. Right. I, I, mean, I don't know yeah. how that works yeah. anymore. But, you know, you yeah. know, I think that he could have, he could check it. Because, you know, he, Jesse's yeah. like, hey, girl, sick. She's not going to join you. And he's like, cool, could have, let me well, talk about the other girls for a minute. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I don't but, know who there is. But you know what? <laughs> no, here's what struck me, too. is So they're, yeah. they were really... Um, they're really uh, anxious to come out and say Zach had COVID because I think the you know they needed the COVID storyline right, and so right. whether he had it or not, he didn't. Um, you know, they, they that was a story last week, but the they were very vague. Now Greer was quote under yeah. the weather. Now right. it struck me that maybe she was just meeting with the uh, ABC on call counselor about her. I mean, she was mm-hmm. kind of a mess, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe she just needs mm-hmm. a mental break. She might have, but yeah, later it's Jess who says she has COVID like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Jess may be guessing as well as I'm guessing, yeah. but yeah. regardless, we've got Charity who's on a one-on-one date bumping through the cobblestone streets of Estonia in a in, carriage and going, in ah, yeah. we in can't heels. hear what you're saying, yeah. but they finally stop and get to this wife carrying thing you mentioned earlier, where I likened it to imagine the jump and straddle but on the back and mm-hmm. flip it 180. Yeah. Very tasteful. You have to, thank you. You have to carry yeah. them through an obstacle course. My question to you is, um, would you do this with no. Mrs. Some Guy? No, absolutely not. Okay. I, my I, second I question. Uh, my second all, I, well, question. No, 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 no. Let me ask this. <laughs> could you do it with Mrs. Some Guy and dominate? I could. I don't know about dominating. I don't know what the strategy would be. Could. I don't know what the strategy would be. You run like, and lift things, and and you have Jared Padalecki's old weight band. That's true. Like no, that. I have Jared Padalecki's old dumbbells. Dumbbells. Um, I mean, that's a good you, point. You are strong, and she's dainty. I think yeah. you could dominate this. That's a good point. I think um, I did notice the white pants, and for, for the listeners who care, Google <laughs> nope, white nope, white pants nope, theory. No, nope, um, don't Google it. Don't. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Anyway, so she. <laughs> You know, Greer, I thought Greer looked fabulous. Uh, not Greer. What's her name? Uh, Charity. Charity. Um, yeah, I thought she looked fabulous. I thought she looked um, she did uh, good, and she seemed happy. Uh, and I, frankly, I think it's probably a better date than she would have gotten last week or whatever. Oh, it was agreed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for look for, I just it struck me that uh, Zach's respiratory function, even though he's carrying around you know forty seven <laughs> pounds or whatever she weighs. Um, you know, for someone who just had COVID, he seemed pretty spry. Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was, the Estonian air, I think. It is. It is. <laughs> he just, he had a wonderful week of rest mm-hmm. and now in the, in, in London and now in, he's got the Estonian air and just this yeah. woman who's, you know, legs yeah. are cradled around his neck backwards. Yeah. It's just a great time to be alive. Now, now, did you notice? Now, I think one thing I did notice with um, Zach and his muscle sweater, um, <laughs> he chose, like you said, sort of a, a different carrying, like a, to, just to, to put he the- He cheated. Well, to, to put it in perspective, she is, um, she's, it would be like he bent over, uh-huh. put his head between her between legs, legs as she was facing him yeah. and then stood up. Stood and so up. she's yeah. leaning over his back. Her butt is on the back of his head and her face yeah. is essentially in his rear end. Yep. That's one deal. Now, Paulie from Rocky, who would look like the other guy that he was racing, <laughs> kind of this squatty middle-aged, you know, yeah. beer belly guy. Um, his wife was more in a fireman's carry stance. Yeah. Um, so, you know, granted he was 20 years older than Zach, but I'm just curious as to 
what the most effective carrying strategy is in a wife carrying contest. I think Zach cheated too. And they just let him win because he was holding on to Charity's legs. And it is my understanding that the man can't hold on to the woman anywhere. Like she has to be holding on to him and he can't hold on to her. His arms have to be available. But he had his arms wrapped around her legs. Well, you know, it would be great. I think in your next book release uh, party, I think we have a a wife carrying event. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you mentioned cheating. Now, um, mm-hmm. the the also just him competing in general belies the the name of the competition. I mean, it's a wife carrying competition, yeah, not so, a wife. Yeah. Anyway, but also cheating. We learned that Charity ha- has had relationships with cheaters in the past, but you know what? She feels chosen and seen by Zach. Yeah, Yay. everybody feels chosen and seen. Of course, you know he couldn't see her while she was. Um, strapped to his back yeah. upside down, but, but he could metaphorically, feel her. <laughs> yeah, metaphorically he can be do seen. You, do you think he likes her? Yeah. I mean, it's fine. She won't, I don't think she goes all the way or anything, but uh, yeah, she doesn't like either. her. She's Unless fine. they're doing some really impressive editing, mm-hmm. it looks like they have fun together, but right. I don't see this hardcore attraction. You know, the other theme that, well, let me just make this point because this might be, uh, more relevant than we think. But if you think about everybody that's sort of challenged Zach, like mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Jess in a minute, which mm-hmm. by the way, there was this, this one of the best lines in bachelor history was uttered by Jess. So I'll get to mm-hmm. that in a minute. But um, anyone who's sort of challenged him, he has yeah. gone straight home. Yeah. So maybe he does want someone like charity. Who's, you know, very passive and sort of mm-hmm. go with the flow and fun, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. That could be a thing. I don't know. It was, let's talk about Jess for a minute. We had the group date. So whenever they read out the group date names, Jess hears her own name and melts into a puddle of her own tears. Because once again, week six, she does not have a one-on-one date. And Gabby's quick to say, oh, Greer doesn't have one either. And that's yeah. when Jess goes, but she has COVID. <laughs> I don't know why that matters. But anyway, you, so she's you, melting down yeah. because she once again hasn't had the one-on-one date. You, you know what also occurred to me? Um, Greer, now look, it was, it was, it was um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it was postulated that she might have COVID. Mm-hmm. Although there was no formal mass announcement from um, uh, Jesse Palmer, so I don't believe it. Okay. Um, because if Palmer says it, it has to be true. Yeah. Um, maybe Greer was just at a quarterly sales meeting. Yeah, she could be. <laughs> <laughs> she had to zoom into that business. Yeah, like, look, I, I mean, I, I hate to tell you guys this, but my sales to me are very important, as Zach learned last week. Um, so everybody's trying to cheer young jess up and oh it'll be you're gonna be fine it's gonna be great and they go to the witch's house literal but but, but didn't you didn't you see poor jess but you could see how much hope she put into that. You could tell oh, she's you know, probably just struggling the whole time, like keep absolutely. it together, just keep it together. And then when her name wasn't on the thing, yeah. just crushed. She dropped. Yeah, she the dropped damn broke. Yeah, and the damn never broke. and, and yeah. could not cut recover. She tried, yeah. she treaded water, she treaded water. The witch's house was just <laughs> 
so I don't even have a word for it. Dumb comes to mind, silly, yeah. ridiculous, yeah. where they're all in a circle doing something. But what what makes matters bless her heart even worse is that they have to stare at each other through the flame of a candle and this is going to strengthen their relationship, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Jess's candle flame blows out. Yeah. Oh. Beautiful. And the witch, One, and the witch yeah. says, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, that. that is, that's just brilliant Bachelor production. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you think the ABC yeah. intern was behind yes. a tree with yes. a pillow? Just yes, yeah. two. There, there are four of them over there, just <laughs> wafting air in that direction, yeah. and poof, it went out. And for the witch to say, "Oh, I'm so sorry," like, well, there's no hope for you now. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happened. They get to. I'm serious. They nothing else happened on this date. They all go to the cocktail party. Zach talks to everybody else before Young Jess, which again. Mm -hmm. Make, she's almost to the bottom of the pool at this point. She's yeah. she's really struggling. It is clearly. I think we. I had joked about Greer being in therapy, but I mean, for someone like that, this is. I mean, clearly she was affected. This wasn't. This wasn't yes. like you know Michelle Money and, like faking right. whatever. And I mean, she really is, was upset. This is a twenty-three-year-old who's yeah. prefrontal Probably, cortex yeah. has not <laughs> fully developed at this point. That's right. But I'm going to yeah. give her every benefit of the doubt. It was, to me, we watched unfold what the definition of lost in translation is. Because I think they were, I don't think he wanted to get rid of her. And I don't think that she really thought he wasn't vying for her. She was simply asking a question. If they had just been straightforward and if she had said, when, am I going to get a one-on-one -on -one date? When will I get a one-on-one -on -one date? Do you understand that me not having a one-on-one -on -one date puts me at a disadvantage? And I feel like that, that I, I can't do anything about that because you get to pick who goes on a one-on-one -on -one date and I feel left behind. All he, like, she, no, I don't. My handler he, does. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand what you're saying. And he kept going, it's not about the process. And she was going, but it, is because yeah. you you have relationships with these other women who you have spent an entire day with. So I am at a disadvantage. Well, the process is not working in my favor. Why do you keep bringing up the process? Hello, yeah. don't well, bring well, up the process. Yeah, but but so he, here's the contradiction. First of all, he was really he's just you could tell he's tired and impatient too. Yes, he, he sort of snaps, but he doesn't. You know, right? And then he's just very direct because once he makes up his mind, it's just he's like done. He's yeah, done. He's not going to beat around the bush. He's done. Um. So I don't think it was unreasonable. But look, we we have crossed into new. Uh, bachelor taboo territory. I don't mm -hmm. think anyone has ever confronted the bachelor and said, look, dude, why have I not gotten a one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah. I mean, I can't remember any other time in history. So th this is the thing, like you don't tattle on the other person. You don't, you know, the whole, whole list of things that get you sent home. This apparently is one of them. Right. Um, so look, two thoughts on that. She wasn't unreasonable in asking that, but also is a little hypocritical because when he takes Ariel on the one-on-one, -on -one, he's like, I'm taking Ariel to this one-on-one -on -one because it's really important for me to get to know her. You know, like yes. wait, you just told Jess the opposite. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then uh, best line, one of the best lines ever in bachelor history when poor Jess is melting into the go mm -hmm. home, the Estonian limo or whatever. <laughs> um, 
she says something like, is it unreasonable for me to ask the man I want to marry to take me on a date? <laughs> Which is just right. great. I mean, I'm like, no, well Jess. Well said, not. Jess. <laughs> yeah. That is a valid point. <laughs> yeah. It really is. But I think that's what, uh, and I, and I, w- I can't understand where he, where he, you said it, he got to a point where he shut it down. She's yeah. gone. She's done because he even, like you said, he snapped at her and said, well, I guess we're just, we're just on opposite ends of the spectrum, or I guess we just don't see eye to eye or something like that, where she's going, well, wait a minute. No, it feels like an extended version of that Bailey conversation from weeks ago where that girl was like, wait, what is happening? Why am I in a rejection limo? I don't understand. And so I don't know what she said other than maybe the, the pushing for him to give her answers that made him go, oh, we can't, yeah. I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. I'm sending her home. But he yeah. did cry about it. Yeah. Well. He said, I did, not expect, I did not expect the night to end with Jess leaving. And he was so distraught that he didn't give a group day's group date rose. I just picture, always picture like him saying, I didn't expect Jess leaving. And like one of the girls raises her hand. Like, Kat, yes, you had a question. Um, isn't that your decision, Zach? <laughs> Cause she s- still could be here. If, yeah, you, if I mean, you had just, if, all he yeah. had to go was, cause you know, she was up, she was up. All he had to do. Well, if you go in order or process or whatever, but Technically, if you look at the numbers, she would have had one next week. Yeah. But well, I think her point is if if we're getting married in 12 days or yeah. getting engaged in 12 days and I've had a collective six hours with you, yeah. that feels problematic. Yeah. Well, and that's a valid point is if he, you know, I was, when I, people ask me for advice, like I remember talking to a much younger person who was a paralegal um, and she was said, Hey, you know, can I see this question? This was years ago, but the, but the question was essentially this was like, you know, I've been texting this guy, blah, blah, blah. Um, what do you think? And I'm like, he's not interested. Just move on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm in a stage of my life where, look, I don't care. I mean, that's the best decision for you. I think when you're young, like Jess, you don't, you tend to overthink and you get in these situations where, you know, you're, you're torturing yourself emotionally when the answer is right in front of your face. If he's not yeah. going to a- ask you out, even in this environment, um, he's not interested. Yeah. Um, but I do think maybe, look, there's a process here and I think, you know, they clearly know she's young and vulnerable or whatever. So she might've been played a little bit in that, but yeah, it's not unreasonable for her to say, maybe I, I need a date because look, where else are you going to tell your horrible thing happened to me? Life story. I mean, you're not right. going to do that on a group date. You definitely Heavens need no. I mean, food ha- to eat, right? Wax fruit <laughs> in front of you. You can't eat. Uh, ice cold steak that's been sitting there for four hours, yes, yes. half a glass of wine you haven't touched, and you need to be able to tell your um, mommy uh-huh. didn't love me story or whatever it was five and times in a row. Dan Plaché in the wings, ready to go <laughs> whenever you get your rose. <laughs> Speaking of there that, I heard are. you. I heard you went to the rodeo last night. I did. I saw Brooks and Dunn. Oh, oh my gosh. So um, good. Were they in wheelchairs? No, but one of no, them yeah. might have needed to have been in. Yeah, they're a little, they're getting older. I they sounded be. so good though. Gosh, yeah. they sounded so good. They I, have I've a seen lot them. of hits. They do. I've seen them uh, a few times at the Houston Rodeo. Um, so yeah, when you texted me, I was I was jealous. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, you can share with share with the folks. So give them a little inside info because they like what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you texted me and you said, guess who I'm seeing at the rodeo? And I said, Dan Plaché. 
<laughs> you were so close. It was a duo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so close. Uh, I am going. I'm going to the cookoff tonight here in Austin. It starts oh. tonight, and then uh, tomorrow, going to do the carnival and the cookoff again. So I'm excited. So fun. It's right, rodeo. Oh, Yesterday was uh, for our listeners was uh, Texas Independence Day, big day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so happy Texas Independence Day, a day late. Um, <laughs> back to Jess. Where was yeah. she from? Was she a Texas person? No, Florida. she was Florida. Okay. Yeah. Look, she's going to have a nice life. She'll go she back. Will. Yeah. And, and 10 I, years again, from now, she'll be mm-hmm. in a much better place, probably marry a super nice guy yep. who will laugh hysterically at rewatching this with her yeah. on the couch. <laughs> I implore each of you too to check out the handy dandy cheat sheet um, in the show notes with all the ladies. Click on her Instagram because young Jess doesn't look so young and innocent in her Instagram. Yeah. So I think Good she's for, already doing yeah. fine and she will do great in paradise. Would you say she's had a uh, a uh, Danny and Sandy um, moment? Yes, she where, has. Yeah, she yeah. has. Let's um, talk about Ariel. Yeah. Um, One thing, there are so many things, so many things I love about this girl. She just went up to number one in my book. I don't care if she wins or loses. She's my number one. Let me tell you why. First, whenever they announce the group date card and everybody leans into Jess and is so sad about why. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry you're going home. Yeah, Ariel just, no, Ariel, I'm talking about when they got the group date card. Ariel just sits politely. And, you know, doesn't say anything like, I'm so happy I got the one on one. She just, she's below the radar. She just sits politely, very gracious, lets Jess cry, lets everybody talk to Jess, blah, blah, blah. Here's the other reason why I like her. Whenever Kat comes to her and says, I feel attacked and I don't know why everybody's so mad at me. And I mean, we all lost a week on COVID. When when he got COVID, things changed, things shifted. And Ariel replies, well, respect doesn't shift. <laughs> and I thought, ooh, girl. Is, is, uh, is Ariel 30? Is she one of the She's older 28. Okay, she is so. older, but only two years. Yeah, tick, 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 tick. But tick, uh, also, let me just say, listen next week. She is a breath of fresh air. Not one like comes from that girl's mouth. Not yeah. one. Yeah. He well, is he is as bad as the girls. Zach is with his likes. Mm-hmm. It was a breath of fresh air, and I commend her for being able to sit across from him and hear all the likes because that would drive me batty. It no. does. It does anyway on a you random know, Monday night. It's like watching Goodfellas <laughs> and trying to pay attention to the f word. You will not. You get none of the dialogue if that happens. <laughs> That's how I felt when I watched Jersey Boys from the first time the musical. I thought, yeah. wow, I've got to, I've got to sift through these f bombs to be able yeah, to you got to, you got to, your head's got to click. So I think anyone in, that that is twenty something is used to hearing that so much they don't even think about it. But no, for, for us, it's impossible to understand like what they're like saying, like like totally like. But yeah, you're right. Ariel seems mature, um, and yes. you know, she's five years older than. Jess, which is huge difference between 28 and 23. Right. Um, And I think that's a, like you said, a breath of fresh air for Zach. Um, I don't think she goes all the way though. I, I don't either only because I feel like um, he might need somebody to uh, fawn over him maybe a little bit. Malleable. We talked about it. Yeah. We talked about malleable and he kept using the word polished 
Mm-hmm. She's very polished. And he was almost intimidated by that or insecure by that. But then she's so funny. And then she admits midway through the day, yeah, I use humor to mask my right. own insecurities. But then she doesn't go into a big, long list I, I, of her insecurities. She I just think there's a it. tell. I think there's a tell, though. He also compared when she said that and they were having that conversation, he mm-hmm. compared their relationship to you know, this year's mentor, Sean Lowe and Catherine. Yes. And we all know... As far as riding the gravy train of free stuff on The Bachelor, um, look, they're up there with Ryan and Trista for mm-hmm. mastering that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem to be happy, you know? So yep. that's, that's, a, that's a pretty good sign for, for 28-year-old Ariel. Provided. They went to a nudist sauna where they did not get right. naked. So do you want to hear something messed up? So I go and work out um, at a gym oh, down the no. street from my house. Oh, yeah. No. no. So this is funny because you last night I was literally on my way. I was in my car and you texted me and said, Hey, what time do you want to record tomorrow? Yeah. And we were having that exchange and I was literally walking into the gym locker room when I sent you back like 10 o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was like an old nude guy in there and I was like, wow. Full circle. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I needed was like an Estonian witch to pop out, and I'd have been. You've been right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, hello, nude guy. You know, did you like, just stay in there? He was. Well, it was in the locker room situation. So, but it's it's always the old, like super old guys that just they have no problem. They do not. Care. Yeah, just walking around. Yeah, it's like. Look, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> so well, anyway, I made me I laugh. Thought, <laughs> I thought Ariel was very gracious with when the old nude couple comes in and joins them on their sauna. And then later, same couple joins them in their hot tub. That was, mm-hmm. That's kind of annoying. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know why they did that. But her date was super, super short, which made me wonder... Is there no chemistry or is there too much chemistry and no, they're having I think, to edit her out? No, look, I think I think the the date got what, what the edit got the point across. Um, there was too much other stuff to focus on, like okay. Bro- Brooklyn's anger. They right. should by the way, they should just give Brooklyn like a cattle prod and, and a lasso <laughs> and just see what happens. That would be <laughs> awesome. You know, someone would end up hogtied, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> they would, <laughs> truly. Um, and her name is Kat. That's what she would do. Um, yeah. Ariel gets a rose <laughs> and Charity already had a rose. And so joining her is uh, Gabby gets yep. one and Katie gets one. Kat does and Brooklyn, which leaves, along with young Jess, who got sent home the day before, Allie, the one who you can't remember. Yeah. Um, luckily, you don't have to anymore because she goes home so we are left with six girls got an easy prediction for you tell me brooklyn cat two-on-one date oh that's great actually we have seven girls left sorry i forgot about greer but yes two-on-one date with the two of them because we haven't had one yet that's right it's gonna be brooklyn Brooklyn and cat and i think that uh brooklyn's uh or do you think up. it's Greer going to be on a two-on-one? No, I think Brooklyn and Cat, okay. and I think that uh, Brooklyn goes back to Oklahoma on the Trail of Tears. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see, we'll see. see if right I now I did. I did. I did. She's in Florida. She's in Florida. She's going to Oklahoma. The actual Trail of Tears, <laughs> but it's a metaphor for The Bachelor. So next week, I'm actually excited next week because they're going to Budapest. 
Yes. Which I hear um, is one of the most unique and beautiful cities in the world. Yes, so I've so been. I'm excited to see. Oh, really? I know. One of the few places that they go that I've actually been. Yes. Well, well I've been to the Bahamar. <laughs> Which I'm very upset is not the perfect place to fall in love. It's, it's not. That's a just a perfect place for a steel drum party in 98 degree heat and humidity. Um, but no, no, no. London was a perfect place to fall in love. Was Estonia also the perfect place yes, to fall in love? It was the perfect place. London is so yesterday. Oh, okay. So, Estonia so now Estonia is the first. Well, I'm sure Budapest is the perfect place to fall yeah. in love now. So, do you think next week they'll be hungry? Yeah. <laughs> Hey y'all, thanks for listening and a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official bachelor bracket. We still have Danae in first place with Liz, Jamie, and Allison right behind. If you'd like to read a recap of Zach's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years of content. Good news, I did write a recap this week. I'm officially back in the saddle. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.